0: Greetings, fellow Earthlings. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of And Another Thing with Dave. I want to thank all of our listeners from all over the world. Please do subscribe and share if you're not already. All right, let's get into it. Awesome. Connected.
1: How are you guys doing? Hey. Loving your talk. Hey, doing, doing well. How are you? Jesus Christ, the fucking birds. They're loving it too. Nice to talk to you. And another last thing. I don't know why I love saying that.
2: <laughs> uh, this is an interesting topic.
1: Yeah, it's an interesting conversation because you definitely said concentration camp, and I'm like, wait that sounds rough, but I and now I'm I'm definitely understanding the concept of like what we should be doing. I just I think that and the last message that got cut off is you were talking about seeing I like somebody shitting on the side of the road. No one wants I don't want to see that. Like as a right? fucking that at all. I don't want to see that.
0: I don't want children to see that like ever because it's something you can't unsee, right? Like, exactly. oh how God. do you
1: explain that to a child? Why is this? If my nephew were to ask me, why is he living there? Just having to explain that in a how the fuck is to a child?
0: Li- well, let me explain this to you, Bobby. You see, he's living there because Bill Gates wants to buy another golf course. <laughs> and and in our society, it's a priority for Bill Gates to be as to buy as many golf courses as he can because it's really really good for one person to have all the toys. So you know you learn in school that sharing thing, but when you get out of school, we kind of do the opposite.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, we oh, like I think
3: right. Melinda Gates is going to own all the toys soon. Oh God, I hope I,
0: I hope she takes him to the cleaners, bro. Because. The divorce started, uh, apparently, as a it's ripple of his relationship with Epstein. Oh, really? I
3: didn't hear about that. Like, the girl he was cheating with, he met to, like, an Epstein party?
0: Well, it, I don't even know that much, but the, the factoid I got, the most recent one, is that Melinda Gates filed, started divorce proceedings five years ago after she learned about him visiting the Epstein <laughs> Island after Epstein had been convicted the first time. Oh, wow. That's scandalous. I... So he so and, and and Bill Gates, his official explanation was that he was getting um, like some kind of trading advice or something, because apparently Epstein was a quote unquote hedge fund manager. We all know he was just a sex trafficker and given money. But mm. really, Bill Gates has access to the smartest, most brilliant minds in the world, and he's going to contact a convicted sex trafficking felon for financial advice? Like, and it's just really? like when you have
3: ultimate money, and they just want to see like how much they can get away with, which is like trafficking young women on a private island. Just to be like right. this is how much power I have.
0: Right. That shows you their level of sociopathy, psychopathy, and just untouchability, right? They think they're God. They think they're a king. Is that do you think
3: that comes from the money? Or do you think it's the person who get that the type of person who who got there? I think it's the money think, that creates this sense of power, because no person
0: should really think, have
3: that much money and power.
0: I, I agree. I think it's both, I think, because yeah. to get that much money, you had to come up in a family, right, with that had wealth, at least some, right? So to be a billionaire, you, were, you probably grew up in a millionaire household, right? So you were entitled... You, you had
3: maids, you lived on the golf course, that's just normal for you, right? So you're above everybody else. So imagine starting life with that, I'm just better than everybody. Right, right? And, and then you
0: add a billion dollars on top of that, and it only gets worse exponentially. Right? Like you said, nobody should have more money than they could spend in a lifetime or than their grandkids could spend, right? Like, Bill Gates has so much money, his great great grandkids couldn't even spend it all. That's that's insanity.
3: Yeah, but to be fair, like, he's also he agrees with that premise, right? He said that, and that's why he's like, I pledged to give away 99.9% of all
0: my wealth. Right. And that sounds awesome, but how is he going to give it away? By, mandi- by doing free mandatory vaccine programs? Because, like, I've heard $2 billion could eliminate world hunger, right? So for a fraction of his net worth, he could eliminate world hunger tomorrow. Yeah. I mean, but, I think a lot of
3: the economics about that and the statistics are politicized, right? Because he's given a lot of his money away through the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, right, which is how they're going to give it away. But then a foundation in of itself requires a lot of money for structure and employees and... Right, like, most so, nonprofits, yes. there's only a certain fraction that can go, go towards the actual cause. But yeah, they focus yeah, on yeah. ending malaria and vaccines and, and trying to end right.
0: hunger. It basically has to be operating off of the profit generated from a trust account, right? You, you establish a trust account that, that funds this said venture in perpetuity, right? So it's basically right. just funded from the profit of an account.
3: Right. the it basically it's just like his net worth interest which is millions every day
0: right He's continuing to grow exactly probably just a portion of that and it's probably a, a port you know a portion of the net worths interest is donated to this a portion to that but you know and I, and I i don't i don't pretend to know definitively but i'm a i'm a junkie for for research and news and stuff and one thing i i learned about the bill and McGill, Melinda Gates Foundation is that they're their vaccine program in Africa was actually found to be sterilizing women. So it could be an, a, a, an altruistic thing on the surface, or he could be Dr. Evil sterilizing poor black women in a third world country under the guise of world health.
1: I can see that it's being possible. more- Yeah, I can see that being more the, the underlying thing. Yeah, there. it just seems very yeah. evil yeah. and
3: like not, not a big incentive, but I could see that like, The history of just, like, white people meddling in developing countries itself creates conflict, even if it's well-intentioned. Like, I don't think, like, Bill and Melinda Gates are, like, badly-intentioned. I think they're narcissists, right? And they, like, want this organization to be their legacy. Uh, Yeah. But I ultimately think that they are trying to do good, but, like, how you do good is so difficult and so hard. And a lot of times doing good creates trauma and creates Bad, right? Or every dictator thinks they're doing good. Absolutely, every action has a reaction, right? It's all a, it's all a pebble in the pond, right? I mean, Hitler thought that he was doing good because he thought that's the way the world should work, and that we would be better off.
1: Because <laughs> he's a mega man, able to convince himself that what he's doing is okay. That's also the issue there,
3: right? Right. But I mean, like you can say that about anyone. You can say that about Donald Trump. Yeah. about the yeah. right? Like no one is perfect and no one has all the right answers and there's no real way to create world peace. We just have to keep trying. Hey, wait a minute, I have all the right, all the right answers.
1: Oh you do <laughs> oh my God. You
0: <laughs> totally joking. I believe you totally joking. No I,
3: I think you're I, right. just like- I think you do have all the right answers.
0: I just like to talk about stuff. Right? I like to bring up things that people should be thinking about. You know? Or, okay, or you how arrogant didn't... of me. How arrogant of me. Things I think people should be thinking about. Right? <laughs> this, like, big trespass sign
3: scared me away from this other rock. So I'm going to get back in my car. Trespassers will be shot! Oh, such no! A beautiful rock. But that's the point of why you're not such a trespass, so it will be beautiful for other people to look at for, for generations to come and that you don't have rock erosion. But sometimes you just, like, see a beautiful rock and you just want to conquer it, you know? You want to just, like, get up on it. That's it? See the view from the top? That's what Bill Gates said, right? He was just like I wanna I wanna get up from to the top. And then he's like, I want Jeff Well, I've conquered the world from my vantage point. I wanna see what other vantage point there is. Oh, Jeffrey Epstein has like a a party like island where you can do like whatever you want. It's only for billionaires. Like cool. And then Melinda Gates was like, This is a problem.
4: Right.
0: Well, did you guys also hear, So I, I learned this recently, that Bill Gates used to have like these straight up like eyes wide shut type parties. Did you guys know I about that?
1: Just recently as well. was so past- a really
0: dirty guy who
3: like wouldn't do that. Right, exactly. Who wouldn't,
0: right? Right. You give anybody all the power in the world and there's going to be some scary shit going on, Right. Right. Like you, exactly. mean, you mean? I could just you mean I can make up my own rules? I can kind of do whatever,
1: and nothing matters. Yeah, like I'm fucking god. Uh, I mean, right. even the most
0: well-intentioned
3: person with too much money and power is a problem because it's just like nobody should have that much power
0: over other people in like society in the world. Oh, totally. I mean, you're talking power over governments at that level, right? Right. Over a
3: lot of governments in the world, like you are more powerful, and it's. I mean, NPR was talking today about uh, how Mark Zuckerberg is trying to create a internal Supreme Court because they are more powerful than most countries in the world. Facebook.
1: Really? Really? Oh. That's a thing now? That's right, well, crazy. Like,
3: you have responsibility over the speech that happens on Facebook, given that this is like a world society that you have created. and But at the same time, you have to be restrictive. You have to be like, cognizant of that it should be open and free speech but also like too much free speech and like no monetization in like the forum and the way that it creates this like lack of um and lack of understanding and creates the chaos that gave us Donald Trump simultaneously. Like it's a problem that needs to be addressed, but his his answer is like let's create some type of like internal Supreme Court to like address yeah. internal Audit of in
0: this forum. Yeah, that's what we need, right? More internal investigations like the police. That's so scary. I just watched a documentary about how this guy killed his girlfriend and put the dead body on Instagram and Facebook and it totally went viral. And it was about, where is the law? Like, is are these companies, are these platforms responsible for the material that is aired on them, like it's you know, it's our modern newspaper. So is the newspaper responsible for the editorial section?
5: It is.
1: The problem lies in the people who are possibly doing that just for like the, the shock value, and that you know what I mean. So they're, that can oh, yeah. them having to investigate all of these posts essentially. You know what I mean? So they're, or, they're trying to wear- or
0: or. Right, or shut down the accounts of all those people, and Facebook doesn't want to do that because they're in the marketing game, right?
3: Right, it's all about numbers. But also, like, it's all about down numbers. is also too, right? Like, one can start to shut down, and you say, what causes us to shut down someone? And also, like, people can just recreate a new account, right?
0: Right, Exactly. Exactly. I mean, I've got banned from Facebook many, many times just for talking smack about how Israel is committing war crimes. You know. I mean, every. Never with hate language. Okay. You know, it's crazy.
3: Still, even though Joe Biden said our, you know, the longest war in the history of our country is over, we're still in Afghanistan. We're still killing people.
0: Yeah, it's not over. They just, you know, we still have. They just, they just call it different, right? Oh, we have peace. We have peacekeeping troops there. Those are soldiers. <laughs> you know, are are there guys on the ground with guns still that are getting paid by the military? Okay, then we're still there, right? Are there Americans
3: in a foreign country controlling how that country operates and acts?
0: Yeah, exactly. And the whole thing uh, that brings me to like Russian meddling in our election, which is like, (laughs) yeah, it was found that they spent something like, I don't know, $500,000 or something like that, like nothing, not even that maybe, I don't know. They spent a, a little bit of money and basically just on Facebook ads. So like, really? And then I did some research. There's absolute proof through the Freedom of Information Act. That the U.S. government has meddled in over 80 different countries' elections, a lot of them overthrowing a democratic election, right? Like Venezuela recently had a democratic election, was proven to be legit. We didn't like the outcome, so we're trying to do a coup in Venezuela now. We have been for 12 years. Bolivia, same thing. Nicaragua, same thing. In the past, Guatemala, uh, Nicaragua, El Salvador. On and on and on and on and on and on and on. That's where the name Banana Republics come from. That's it. That's it. And and two people convicted of war crimes during the '80s. From you know Reagan is looked at at this as this freaking hero, right? The guy's a war criminal. He got his start as a rat for the FBI, and he, you know he committed genocide all throughout Central and South America. He also is responsible for creating the crack epidemic by flying cocaine into the U.S. to fund those illegal wars. George Bush was the vice president. He, you know, Reagan claimed ignorance. So Bush was the ex-head of the CIA. So that, that corrupt motherfucker was running it. He knows every corrupt official everywhere in the deep state throughout the world, head of the CIA for 12 years, right? Should be banned from politics. He's a covert ops specialist. So, and guess where they flew the cocaine into? Mena, Arkansas, enter Governor Bill Clinton. So it's all one big club. You're not fucking in it. And, you know, nobody gives a fuck. It doesn't matter if they're Democrats or Republicans. They're all in the club or they wouldn't make it to that level. Right? Right. I mean, to be a
3: president, you have to be okay
0: with being a worker and all
3: that. That's literally in the Constitution what the main, the only real disc- is to be to defend the borders
6: which means
0: ultimately being okay with death of others right and making those decisions yeah. right 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 you know um speaking of Afghanistan right Dick Cheney said we would be there for 50 years so he has a history and energy um he knows what he's talking about right um why why are we going to be there for 50 years well the whole reason we were there in the first place, yeah, the whole reason we were there in the first place was the TIPI pipeline, right? The Turkmenistan-India pipeline. So a, a pipeline from Turkmenistan, which is directly north of Afghanistan, imagine that, right on the, right on the Russian border. So we're battling over Turkmenistan, which has the fourth largest natural gas reserve in the world, right? We, who did we put in charge of of Afghanistan? Ahmed Karzai, the ex-head of Unical Oil, who came up with the plan for the pipeline. So it's all right there in public information. Nobody just fucking digs. And every town that you've ever heard about in Afghanistan, oh, there's a skirmish in the Kandahar province. This is right along the
6: Okay, I just got a phone call. So
0: they're clearing people out of the way of the pipeline, village by village, right? Ooh, skirmish in the Kandahar province. Not anymore. And then, you know, and then all of a sudden, then you add the CIA and drug smuggling. So now, since our military has been in Afghanistan, it became the leading producer of opium in the world. Huh, how did that happen? Interesting. Only after our military arrived, it used to be Laos, Cambodia, and Thailand, known as the Emerald Tri- or as the Golden Triangle. Now it's Afghanistan. The CIA is known to have made a lot of their money over the years smuggling drugs, you know, heroin in the heroin in the 70s, 60s and 70s, cocaine in the 80s. Um so, and then recently they found a huge mother load of lithium in Afghanistan. So lithium is needed for electric batteries, for electric car batteries, right? So we'll never leave Afghanistan. And we'll never let them have the wealth of their own country's resources. That's the really sad, fucked up thing that nobody's talking about.
1: Hmm. Oh, this Sorry.
0: Sorry, that got me all fired up there. And, and I oh, just I finished it. I just finished a cup of coffee, and you guys got me going, man.
1: <laughs> Let me hit some of these ditties. Yeah. guy, Dave Smith, has so many juice.
0: Here's the trip, right? Like, our government is set up to...
1: You want me, do you want me to play this? To like... No, I'm
0: right here. We don't have to listen to me. I'm
5: not that narcissistic. <laughs> okay. What's up, Mr. Smith? Mo Camps? Turtle? Hey. How y'all doing today? And another thing. Happy Memorial Day weekend.
4: Ooh, same to you, Seth. Happy
5: Memorial Day, everybody.
4: You know, one thing that killed me about Facebook is I went on there one day and there was this video of this lady. She was all pissed off at her husband or her boyfriend. She just had a baby and he left. And she was in the bathroom. She locked herself in the bathroom and was screaming about him being deadbeat. And she fucking stabbed her baby. I couldn't what? fucking believe it, dude. I'm still traumatized from seeing that video. It was like three years ago. Girl, I'm sorry. And, I, oh and that killed God. me for Facebook. Fuck Facebook, man.
0: Oh, that's horrible. Are you kidding me?
1: Oh. Crazy.
0: Yeah. Wow. I don't ever want to know anything
7: like that. Yeah. Right. Speaking of stuff you can't unhear. Right. Ah. I uh, hope this lightens the spirits. Uh, my family's from Little Rock, Arkansas. I'm in Canada right now. <laughs> <laughs> he fled. He fled. That's oh,
1: awesome. I get it. I got it. Wait a minute. It took me a second there. made <laughs>
2: Nope, I don't help the homeless. They did a story on a guy that I saw that actually drove a Mercedes-Benz and lived in Turnberry Showers here in Las Vegas, and I just don't help them anymore because I don't know if it's for drugs or alcohol or whatever.
1: Mm, so she's responding to, I changed the title of the talk to spirit change for the homeless. <laughs> so she's just well, saying, I mean, it, basically. we
3: do a lot of money to businesses who, like, their core, you know, the CEO is an alcoholic. You're, you're funding, you're, you're okay with funding them. Okay. I always find the argument that, like, you're you don't want to help the homeless because you're like helping alcoholics and drug
1: addicts. It's sort of but we're
0: doing that this we are this. Oh my God, thank you for mentioning that because you know what? Bill Clinton ended drug testing in the White House. huh? I wonder why? Because he <laughs> you know he got there by smuggling Coke. So yeah, why don't our Congress people, they get universal health care. Why don't we drug test them first, right? We're paying them.
8: yeah. Okay. okay.
4: That was the worst thing I'd ever seen, and I still think about it, and it still brings tears to my eyes when I, when I think about that shit. And, yeah, Facebook is not my friend.
1: I'm
4: wondering what kind of, like, apology
1: that they could have possibly even issued to any viewers of that. Like, or did they even, right. you know, did they even say, I, I don't know. know That's wild. But then also, did anyone, Well, that was all going on, did anyone... Flag it as inappropriate or like send some sort of notification. That, like, um, did anyone okay. notify Facebook when it was going down? Because you, this is a comic, it could be an interesting thing. That people, no one helped. Devil's advocate here.
8: Let, let me get in here real quick. Let, let me just say, it's work. Yeah, let me just say to Dave Smith that you were in rare form today. And I was feeling that fire in your belly, sir. And I, I, no, I, worm. I don't okay,
1: worm. Okay. really want to talk
8: about Bill Clinton. And I, I have a feeling we're gonna hear more about Bill Clinton. But um, I also think that this this homeless uh, topic is really important. So I hope you guys figure out a way to talk about Bill Clinton and homelessness. Yeah. Hey Worm, get out of here before your girlfriend gets mad at you again. She's mad, I'm out. <laughs>
1: worm
0: i I never get tired of quoting friday
8: tell me about jennifer flowers
0: oh my goodness so jennifer flowers was banging bill clinton now here's here's an amazing one um and i forget which documentary i got this from but it's on my youtube channel buried in 1500 documentaries and another thing with Dave on YouTube, um, under Must See is just a list of will blow your mind documentaries that I've come across in the last five years. All right, all right, come on. But, but this is wild. Jennifer Flowers' roommate was working at Starbucks. Mm-hmm. He was killed in a shooting that killed everybody in the Starbucks, but no money was taken. Um, hmm. and and then I'm not sure if it was Jennifer Flowers or another woman who was banging Clinton, but people. Unknown people in suits went to her door of her neighbors. Her neighbors told her this and said, does so-and-so seem like the type of person that would commit suicide? Now, could you imagine hearing from six I of your neighbors? So. Hey, some weird guy came to my door and asked if you seem like the type that would commit suicide. That would be creepy, right? For sure. That is a message to shut the fuck up, right?
8: Wait, hold on. Would the media do that anyways? Okay. and anyway, like. Let's talk about homeless True. people. It's fucked up to kick people when they're down. We could be trapped out of the then we can turn on because most of the homeless has the midlife. And fuck it all no. because I mean, but. Um, spare change is like. Usually what I give them, but really, as, like, this society, right? Like, I don't know about Canada, I don't know about the world, or but we should be we ashamed of ourselves. These people are lamentably ill, and we're, like, treating them like animals, They have to like, clean. I bet you homeless people such things homeless people. <laughs>
6: I agree. I agree.
0: What, what's really sad is here in my hometown is when the, when the cops uh, go and rouse a homeless camp, they destroy everybody's tent. So, and I, so I went and interviewed this guy, brought him a couple sandwiches as they were clearing this bike path. Right. So there was this huge thing, this, you know, some, whatever upper upper middle-class guy in his little ball hugging bicycle shorts was on a ride on his roadie bike on the bike path and he saw somebody shooting up in the daytime and recorded it and sent it to channel seven news it went through you know went through the roof went totally viral who knows the guy could have been shooting up insulin but this guy was like we have meth addicts shooting up in the middle of the daytime right Right,
3: so
8: was a diabetic low low blood blood sugar
0: could
3: have been
8: i grew up
0: with a guy like that
8: never mind it's in the tenderloin <laughs> in an
6: alley. Yeah. But
1: then it's right. like so. this they, they can easily say that would he have access to that sort of like, you know, medicine or like the resources to be even to get that. So I think it would be an easy target. I'm not agreeing with it. I'm just saying, yeah. you know, again, devil's advocate here. I think it's an easy way to just negate it all. San, it's just, it's just San Francisco's insane. full of shit, though, man.
8: San Francisco yeah. thinks that they're like, like super sparkly and, and like, but they have this really nasty underbelly that's just like hidden behind closed doors. And it's like living on oh, yeah. top of pizza places and Chinese food places.
0: Oh yeah. San Francisco's dark, man. I'm I'm an hour north of San Francisco now, um, but there's a huge homeless issue here too, you know, but, hmm. but let me just, let me just Never wrap up this my bike homeless. path thing. That, yeah, I think what happened on this bike path is indicative of what's happened everywhere. So it's it, on the surface. The news is reporting intravenous drug use. We can't use the bike path. Oh, heaven forbid. Like, you'll fucking ride your bike somewhere else, asshole. But, you know, and, it, and all these homeless people were in one place. So they were contained. But what was the real story? Oh, there's a new housing development going in just over the sound wall. Not a good marketing thing to have. Hey, buy a new house in the low four hundreds, right next to a homeless camp. So they moved them. now the houses are for sale. Now the now the people are scattered all over the city. No yep. solution. Actually, they did. You know what they did for ninety days? They built a ninety-day temporary shelter. Nice. So they told the community, "Hey, we dealt with it." But then after ninety days, kicked everybody back out.
8: Hmm. So, what do you think it is about this society that creates homeless people? to begin with, not only like, like, and then on top of that, like, has this attitude of, like, I, I'll get it out of here. Can we criminalize it so I can call the police? You know, it's right, like... Right, right. It's not like, in my backyard. Really, not only should we prevent this stuff, like, we need to, like, really understand what's happening here. Or is it just, like, a mechanism of, of capitalism? It's like... I'd say the like, latter,
1: honestly. My opinion. I's i say... Latter.
8: Why are we all about capitalism? Like, we're the ones getting rich, we're the ones getting fucked. Like, so many of us could go homeless
0: yeah oh i'm dude i'm on the verge like i you know there but for the grace of god brother there but for the grace of god right i could be that guy i could be that guy you know i got i got back issues if my back goes out on me like for reals reals no health care there i am so that's a deep fear of mine but um let's look at this one thing i don't know about the statistics now but when i was in san francisco This was the statistic is that 50% were veterans. And I was talking to this one veteran, Vietnam vet, not crazy, but half of of the month, I I was a doorman in a a hotel, right? So I was, I was the eyes and ears on the sidewalk all day, every day. So I got to know this guy. He, half of the month, he's on the street. The other half, I wouldn't see him. So I talked to him. He's like, oh, well, you know, my, my benefits cover a hotel room for 14 days. But then I'm on the street the other two weeks. I ask him how much he's paying. Dude, I was living in a three-bedroom, two-bath house with two roommates paying a third of what he was paying to live in a flea bag hotel.
8: Yeah, but that hotel's got, like, location, location, location. Like, you don't even have to leave the building. What do you want? It's like...
0: Well, no first and last. No first and last, right? So he didn't have to save up a deposit,
8: right? It's like the hotel from Big... Remember the movie Big? Yeah, <laughs> but it's What's this mechanism, right, where it costs, where it costs way more to get by
0: day to day than I was paying, and it's like, oh, so that kept him stuck in that rut,
8: right? We we have to include the other two co-hosts, Mo Camps and yeah. Yeah, no. Out. I'm
1: finally just sitting down and getting part of the conversation. I took care of all of my errands. Sorry for being so loud and um, let's hit some of these ditties actually. Um, but I've been I've been hearing everything you guys are saying 100%. And worms sneaking into the room when I wasn't looking too. So
8: just letting so you know. That's, a, that's that's
2: not true. Yeah. I, no, no, no. I'm just,
1: you know making light d-ditty. of things. a mm-hmm. Nope. Yep.
2: Like I said, I'm only getting three seconds here, so I don't know why. All right. Anyway. Um. I got a phone call and a couple of things to research about a few things that you said, Dave, and I need to look at something else that I have that you don't have. Um, from work, actually, I have a little bit of a way to go on to different SERP sites that most people can't hear. Let me look around and see what the next topic is that you guys are talking about, see if I can contribute something useful, then change for the homeless, et cetera.
1: I don't know if it's the most appropriate uh, title here, but that's how I think the whole thing started about our not not a calling it a concentration camp, but a refugee center or something. Dave, we gotta come up with a one here. Fleeing a war? Ooh. How
0: about a, a solution, solution center? center.
1: <laughs> there you go, solution center. Re- re- a solution, solution re- center. Brilliant. Yes, resource center. Brilliant.
7: Yes. Yes. You ended it because world. my grandfather was pissed off about it. Seriously, it's, th- this isn't a joke. What? Wait. Hey guys, it's Miss Moneypenny. Moneypenny. You might have wondered where I've been. Um, I'm pretty much in a state of shock. I've spent the last three days being uh, enlightened with some incredibly uh, astute, well-known, high-profile scientists talking about stuff that has made my skin crawl. And I can't keep it quiet anymore because millions of lives depend on it. Um, it's to do with the virus and the vaccines, mm. and I know that's probably boring as shit.
8: No, tell me. But
7: uh, yeah, some of it has started good. to creep out in the papers, and you'll probably all know about it in two or three days' time.
1: What are we I for? just
7: wondered if I could share it, or that's at least yeah. get a hug or something virtually.
8: Both, all just the Big fellows. hug. Yeah. Big hug. Digital hugs. And
0: please, please share, please. I've seen a couple yeah. posts uh, uh, uh,
8: we're, we're that Digital hugging. Made. Digital hug. yeah, we're get hugging, we're hugging, and we're hugging. Digital hugs. 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 Circle hug. Hugs. hugs. <laughs> digital hugs. Okay. Circle hug. Don't be a jerk. Oh, yeah, yeah,
7: skitty. Get
1: get, 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 that, oh, get in there. <laughs> <All right. laughs> yes, money penny. Please share, please.
7: My grandfather wanted every single individual inside the whole shebang of the White House to be 100% sober all the time. Like, he didn't care if you had your off time and you needed a little line of coke and had some fun whatever. He didn't care about that. What he cared about is the jabronis in the White House during working hours. What are they doing? That's what he cared about. But no, but no. I'm 23 years old and I've been sober the past six years and I just see everything degrading. And I'm in Canada. Luckily, it's pretty good, but I digress. Yeah, 23 with his eyes
0: open. Damn.
9: Congrats on you, ahead sir. Right.
0: Grand evening to, sir.
9: To, to the ladies and gentlemen on the panel. Um, just happened to come in, just saw the topic of conversation, especially for someone like myself. I was formerly homeless myself. Granted, it was a long time ago, but... There's aspects about when you're on the street that never leave you, and um I could understand May the poet and um her stance in terms of not helping the homeless because you don't know who's pulling a gimmick or whatever else it's and and again i don't b- bl- I don't blame her in that regard, but also by the same token. It's like there are addicts. There are you get, you have so many elements that are on the street, and then there's some people that they just they're just down on their luck and they're just trying to find ways to get out, get back out, get out of that situation, and try to get back.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, who knows their story, right?
1: Yeah, it, it, it's it's full spectrum out there. So it's it's kind of hard to say that we shouldn't give or give someone assistance because we don't know the cases. I guess that, that's where
0: it gets a little sticky, yeah. I feel. Can, can I make just one quick little interjection yes, here? I, th- I think we, we can't draw that line of non-compassion because now, now we're right. being non-compassionate towards a fellow human being, right? Exactly. Um, I, but I understand what May's saying, right? Like I bought a guy, I bought it, I gave a guy five bucks once. Come walk back the, down the street, he's got a bottle of vodka. I'm like,
4: fuck. Here.
1: So I oh, went yeah. and bought him a sandwich.
0: Sure. Then he, he threw the sandwich up right in front of me. I'm like, fuck! So, like, how do I help this guy? I'm trying, but how do I help him, right? Maybe giving him money he's just going to get booze or whatever. So um, it's tough. It's really tough. Problem. You're better off helping, stuff stuff better stuff off stuff helping stuff. a soup kitchen. I always have a
3: problem. Yeah. Being, like, it's very, like, judgmental to be like, oh, we gave them money and they chose to, like, get alcohol with it, right? Like... Right. You spend your money, right, and because of, like, issues that they don't have anything and they're asking for resources, they might also need alcohol because, like, their addiction makes it so they're going to go into withdrawal and they, like, right from a medical emergency, right? Like I.
6: Very true. It's
3: not a bright line rule either, but a lot of times just saying, like, the homeless are going to spend the money because of their addiction on drugs and alcohol, but so therefore I won't give to someone in need is just a fallacy. That's
8: problematic in a stuff. Right.
0: It's a personal safety mechanism that keeps you from having to think about the whole issue.
1: Yeah, definitely. Um, it's interesting. I feel like everyone listening and everyone who we possibly know or know someone who kind of has a similar story. So what you're saying about you giving them the money and then going back and trying to like even remedy even further, right? I have a similar story. I very much grab some change from you know the loose change in my car. And I gave it to this gentleman who was just, you know, holding his hand on the, on the side of the road. And he dumped out the change onto the floor. And he said, I don't need any pennies. And my response was, there's there's quarters there. Like, I don't know. I don't understand. But he was insulted that I was just giving him. But I was just doing my, my best to just give him everything that I could spare. You know what I'm saying? Right. So it's like, it's fucked up because in that situation... Did he really want the money, or did he like? What was what was his MO here? What if I would have handed him a sandwich? What if he would have thrown it back in my face? So right,
0: and at that point you're like, well, fuck you. Thanks for the thanks for the gratitude, (laughs)
1: asshole. Right. Exactly. So I think I think the compassion. It's 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 a tricky situation because of of so many of us having the similar story of just getting this shit response from our our efforts to assist these people.
3: Yeah. Right, but like the so, fact that he reacts that way is just indicative of mental health issues and reasons why he's homeless and reasons why he can't help himself in the first place. And so if our reaction is like, Please. Oh, this seems like ungratefulness as opposed to understanding like the neuropsychology behind it, and we just say like, Well, I'm never gonna help the homeless again I don't understand how, or they're gonna be ungrateful because of this one experience that I had. That it, again, like I understand the reaction, but it's simple and like it stops yeah. us as a society from
6: progressing.
0: Completely agree. Like, I, you know, I, yeah, and I was just saying, I, you know, I'm a sensitive human being. So, of course, I have that initial knee jerk reaction of, well, fuck you, you don't appreciate me. But then, right. as you walk away, you got to realize the bigger picture. That's part of his problem is that, you know, probably not many social skills. Maybe some mental health issues. Agreed. How long has he been on the street? Does he trust people? You know, how right. did he get here? Maybe he got totally screwed over from childhood on. You know, like yeah, exactly. You got to look at the bigger picture. But I, you know, but I understand being a sensitive human, and so I'm just relaying like I get it. But we can't, we can't stop there where we're uncomfortable. We gotta, we gotta take the next step. The that's, next, well, right?
1: that's a huge thing. I, asking anyone to go out of their comfort zone automatically you're going to get resistance. So telling us that yeah. we should go out of our comfort zone, it's like, well, I think people see it as, and I'm not speaking about myself, I'm just speaking generally. I think most people see it as, why even sure. do that? Like, for for why? Well, I know that's, right. why would I you're, even? So
0: Right, you're, and I could see where some people would take it as criticism. You're telling me I'm not doing enough?
1: Like, right, right. right. <laughs> it's a touchy subject. I mean, it's not that it's touchy. It's, it has so many different dynamics to it. It's kind of like there's no yeah. right and there's no wrong, essentially.
6: Totally, totally. Yep. And view
0: view view. Happen, yeah. And no, unless these conversations happen, yeah. Unless
1: these conversations
5: happen, we'll <laughs> yeah. never come yeah. up with a plan. Yeah.
1: We've got some, love um, you guys. Man. Thank you guys for yeah. Thank you guys for holding out. I know it's been a little bit. We've got Mind, Mind Fox, Mind Fox. Oh, I like that. Mind Fox.
5: <laughs> so me and Foxy <laughs> live in Apache Junction, Arizona. Um, And, you know, there's homeless people in Phoenix, there's panhandlers in Phoenix, Scottsdale, Tempe. Um, But the ones in AJ, like, living in Phoenix, Foxy got used to giving people money. Um, Here's some, I'll even buy you a cheeseburger, what do you need? Um, But she went out on a mission to give homeless people stuff here in AJ. And for Christmas. uh, to boot. And nobody would take it. I don't want your money. I don't want your food. I didn't ask you for anything. There's, there's, there's people who get, uh, make a lot of money pain handling. And then there's the homeless people and they look at you like you're crazy running through your hamster wheel getting nowhere.
1: Dave, I actually read an article once that these people can make upwards of $32,000 a year doing this. You oh, know that? Yeah.
0: Oh, like, I got a story for you. Go ahead. I'm gonna write this down. Let's run through the messages. I'm gonna write down my story about homeless, about homeless profiteers, though. <laughs> Ooh,
1: the suspense, the suspense, okay, let's see.
8: All right, let's be honest. More likely, he was shooting up heroin. But anyway, I wouldn't uh, I wouldn't well, give any spare change to any homeless people. Um, I, I do feel bad for some of them, but you know, there are places for them to go and uh, get help. Yeah, they're and They pretty much gave them ninety days to
0: get their shit together, but obviously uh, they didn't. Yeah, but the but and then go where? But there wasn't there wasn't a job training program. There wasn't an apprenticeship program. There weren't free college courses. There wasn't a computer training program to teach them how to fill out a job application, how to do it. There was none of that. Here's a Thanks. tent for ninety days. Now get the fuck out of here. You're back on the street. So that's the problem is he's drawing these black and white
7: lines. And it's not like that. It's not like that. Nothing's black and white. Personally, from working with homeless, helping homeless out, cleaning condemned houses out, and the variety of work I've done in my life, the number one cause of homelessness is early childhood trauma.
9: Booyah.
7: Ding, 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 ding. Winner, winner, chicken dinner.
0: And the, the I'm secondary trying cause, to...
1: sorry, go ahead. The late
0: life trauma, the the secondary cause is trauma, not early in life, right?
2: I'm trying to pull up Bill Clinton and Jennifer Flowers' current articles. Uh, There's some interesting stuff that's coming up from the previous past, like five facts that you didn't know about her that really have no irrelevance, but that George George Stephanopoulos comes up with one of the articles I think I sent to you um, and another thing on your phone, and he comes up in one of those fun facts, so now I'm pulling all kinds of shit from work. Thank you so much. Um, This is what happens when you work at a local radio station. You have a lot of AP press wires that you can search, find some old stuff, something new. I'm looking for 2021, anything new, which I doubt there is anything. But everything in the past seems to have some interesting other aspects to Jennifer Flowers besides the Bill Clinton connection. Interesting. All right, anyway, I'm going back to that.
0: Careful looking that up at work careful looking that up at work. Uh, Edward Snowden told, Snowden told us you are being watched now because of what you just searched. So I hope you're using like DuckDuckGo or a secure search, search engine. Don't use Google to do that.
4: Jump on that call, Money Penny. Let's hear what you got to say. Yeah, I
1: think we're all exactly. interested in Money Penny.
9: Yeah, definitely. I know um, in the last I don't know if you've been seeing posts come up about, about a woman who worked for the BBC her name was Lisa Shaw and she died from the AstraZeneca shot and it was from some blood clots or whatever but apparently BBC is trying to bury the whole situation saying that it was from some long illness so that's just to give you a a
2: little bit of a insight.
6: She said,
2: "Esther." Right. Yeah. I would be worried about the legal repercussions of that. If there's something that's being talked between high scientists and the news is about to come out in the press, you're better off waiting for it to come out in the press because coming from somebody like that, it could implicate Stereo and a bunch of other people. So I would be really careful. And you got to make sure that you know. Nothing is uncomparable in the news that this person's about to say. I'm just saying. I mean, I'm curious myself, but, yeah, Yeah. watch the legal stuff, really, guys. I don't want to see anybody in stereo in trouble for that.
0: We're just thinking and making propositions as, as to what could be. We're not telling anybody what is anything. Not telling you what to think, just telling you to think. But may the poet look up, since you have an awesome search engine, Look up Nicholas Wade and his article in the uh, Atomic Scientists Bulletin, the Bulletin of the Atomic Scientists. He did an article, Is Coronavirus Man-Made or Natural? Fascinating.
9: Yeah, so and you're absolutely right because I'm hearing a lot of, um, I like the fact that it, it's one of those, it's this, this particular subject, it's a delicate unpacking it's a very much a delicate unpacking. I can tell you for myself, I can tell you even after long after I had gotten off the street, which was, and I'm, I'm going back 1996. Okay. So things were a lot different, but even 15 years after the fact, I held a lot of deep seated resentment towards those who had money. And so I I almost had, almost sort of like had this deep vitriol in a sense for people who were successful, people who were rich, people who were entrepreneurs. So I had to do a lot of unpacking of my own and a lot of shadow work to even get to where I am mentally today.
1: Same. Interesting. Same. I, I
0: grew up, I grew up in a wealthy county, Marin County, California. It's like the fifth. Fifth or sixth wealthiest county in the country, or something. And my family was like, you know, working class poor. So I grew up with total resentment. You know, I went to school with kids that got a BMW when they were turned sixteen, shit like that. You know. And 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 my resentment isn't against rich people. Let me clarify. My resentment is against the spoon-fed people who didn't do anything to get it, and it was just given to them. That's
4: my I Agree resentment. with that. Yeah. I think going out of your comfort zone could be beneficial because it helps you learn other ways to deal with different scenarios because you're not in your normal realm. So, I mean, somebody that's out in the streets is going to have a different way of dealing with stuff and know different things about how to get, what you know, different ways about how to get things, whereas somebody that's always had stuff handed to them their entire life has no idea how to relate with life when they move out on their own. It's crazy.
0: Right? And, and and no uh no um knowledge or skills in how to deal with people as a you know as a he- equal human being, right?
1: Definitely. Um,
0: so we've got this beast unleashed upon society, this beast of entitlement,
5: <laughs> right?
1: <laughs> no, I, yeah, that's a great way to put it. Honestly. Yeah.
5: The guy in L.A., a a radio personality, uh, panhandled for a year, made a million (laughs) dollars. Wow. (laughs) Made a million dollars. I got to switch up my game.
9: Here's the problem with that sentiment thrown. Yes, there are places that they can go, but guess what? They're no better than the people who, like, and I'm not, this is, like I said again, not to say anything about those who do try to give and do the best they can but a lot of those places they profit off of human suffering so it's almost it's it's this very vicious cycle it's almost like they because though I can tell you this because I used to be one of those people that were was in that type that type of a homeless shelter system they're set up to fail first off I don't care. What well-known shelter or whatever else, but they're not in the business of getting people off the street, especially if they know they can profit off of that suffering. And it's really fucked up, but it's true. Thank you, Dave, Lady Bomber. To for
1: us I yeah, just want to remind how we got to this conversation and just kind of like, because I feel like some people are coming in and, and thinking, I just want to clarify our, our conversation was definitely initiated by, um, I, I guess, our collaboration of this concept of the complete opposite of what you're saying. So, our intentions are to basically get what you're saying. And thank you so much for chiming in with your personal experiences. That That's huge. Yeah, but we very huge. much feel like this, this um, what, what are we calling it again? Sorry, I forgot the name of it already. The collaboration. It's not a homeless shelter, uh, but it's basically what, to get the, them off the, the street. Yes, right. So get to get them off the street, but provide them with the tools that they need to succeed. That's what we're saying is the issue, because if not, yeah. it's just a vicious circle. So band aid. Yeah, it's yeah. a band aid. And yeah. and
0: and Lady Bomber, I want to know your your um your experience, but but That's but the amazing. statistic the statistic I heard in San Francisco. So this guy said, well, you know, there's places for them to go. Yes and no. There was a thousand beds in San Francisco, seven thousand homeless people. So. Lady Bomber, was that your experience? Yeah, is that, is that you got to get on the list? You got to get there. Early? Yeah, you'd see them lining up at four in the afternoon. It was brutal. Everybody else is in the park or in a doorway. 6,000 people. Yeah. So, ah, hurts my heart.
1: So then they just end up really them back onto the street because they don't have any of the resources, no, 100%, but it's just very much broken, a broken, a broken p- process we have in place. <makes> the fix is with the society, the, 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 the mo driving to work, to the guy peeing every morning, that's all that is, is a temporary fix, but he's going to be back there. I for, saw a homeless uh, couple
4: one time standing on the corner. Um, the guy was kind of slumped down. He was sitting on the ground slumped down with a sign that said, peace. And the lady was standing up on the side of the street, smiling, nine months pregnant, carrying a sign that said love. And all of their belongings were sitting there around the curb behind, you know, beside them. And it broke my heart. I was like, oh, my God, there's nothing I could do to help them. They need a place. I mean, she's about to have a baby. He looked like he was embarrassed and felt like I could imagine how he was feeling. He, he. It was sad, but at the same time, it was beautiful because she was smiling, she was happy, she was dancing to songs in her head, and she was just holding a sign that said love. I was just amazed, she was such a beautiful woman. I love that, love
0: hearing that. Wow, brutal. America, fuck, fuck yeah. yeah.
6: <laughs> yeah, it was almost for like almost a month Uh, Those people want to be out there. Most of them. In my experience, most of the people that were out there, they get food stamps. They get, they know all the programs. They take advantage of everything. They can, they know all the churches in the town that gives out food. They know all the soup kitchens that give out food and they all give out food at different times. So they can eat six times a day. They just go to the emergency room, get treatment. They get free glasses. They get, rental vouchers. They get utility discounts. Any program they want is available. Uh, I never asked anyone for money or to enter me into a program. I walked 12 miles to a temp service, walked in, and the office was halfway painted, and I asked them if I could finish the job for 40 bucks. The next day, a painter came in and wanted to hire me full-time.
0: That's awesome. But, you know, we got to
6: remember But we got to remember not to put our
0: story on anybody else. You know, that's awesome, and I'm super proud of you. You know?
2: Yes, I'm using DuckDuckGo at work. I changed that on my phone, too. I don't trust um, Chrome or anything else. Nice. I can look it up on my phone. I've got it on my tablet, too, so I'm using a bigger screen. That one's 10 inches. This is, like, ridiculous size. I'm at 73%, so (laughs) normally I have to start charging my phone at 69% if I want to keep my... uh, 99% 99% charge battery. I've lost a percent on a new battery. I'm really pissed with this iPhone shit. Nope, i got DuckDuckGo in all of them, and I have uh, an encryptor. I a friend of mine who hmm, has me under some very heavy walls and encryption. Oh boy, I should have said that out loud. <laughs> nice.
0: It's probably too late, but I would like to know that. <laughs> I'm probably already on the
6: lists. But they, um, yeah, there's just, there's a couple people out there that, uh, I'd say it's probably one to 5% of the people that I met, they don't sleep on the street. Churches and stuff open, take them in and they get to go and there's, you know, uh, they want to be out there. Any money you give them, they use for drugs because they get food stamp cards, um, you know, like electronic balance transfer cards, the EBTs, they get everything for free, and they make on average about twelve bucks an hour, cash. So, yeah, that's why I don't give them change because I was one of them. I never asked for anything, and three and a half weeks I had a full time job and. Yep,
0: but you know I do. I'm on food stamps right now. It's only a hundred and seventy something bucks a month, so. You know, that's, might be a way to get by, but, you know, I'm sure there's certain people scamming, but the point being is we need to provide a pathway out for those who want it, right? Mm
1: -hmm. For
0: those who are able and want it. Um,
1: And willing, That's yeah. We We don't want
0: like, we don't like, yeah, we don't want a human roach motel, you know, where all humans enter and no humans leave, (laughs) right? (laughs) Right,
1: right. You want know, people who, want, want who are, are eager to make a, a change for themselves as well. But then, I mean, that yeah. kind of makes a whole other topic, though, because I think, do you think that these Don't people, me? for the most part, are so accustomed to getting uh, getting all these things given to them? Because, I mean, that sounded like there's a lot of resources, and it, you do have people who can start working the system and starting to abuse these resources, therefore limiting the resources for others and kind of, like, God it's just what what a hole we have
0: but but if you but if you buy into that that somebody getting somebody getting a benefit is taking a benefit from somebody else, that's the idea of scarcity, right? So if we don't come at it from the idea of scarcity, if we come at it from the idea of that we have an abundance of resources that we can throw at any problem, and a lot of people are thinking about the ubi. As a solution to this, just fucking pay them. At least that way, we don't have the problems on the street. We don't have the problems with the crime. And we have the money or we wouldn't have a thousand military bases throughout the yes. freaking world. Mm-hmm. You know, we just gave Israel $4 billion. We gave the United mm-hmm. Arab Emirates $2 billions in military aid. You know, we're about to help India with billions because they're having a massive COVID outbreak. Well, how about helping our own people? You know,
2: I'm with you
0: on that. It's this idea of they don't deserve it, you know, by your own bootstraps, right? That's we got to break that mentality because during COVID, during lockdown, while people were told you can't go to work, the billionaires of the world made $130 billion added to their wealth, right? Yeah. So Elon Musk became the richest man in the world during COVID. Bill Gates added $30 billion to his wealth during COVID. Jeff Bezos, same fucking thing. That's disgusting. Oh, right? I I, I,
1: I'm disgusted by just hearing that. Yes, no, I'm with you. That's terrible.
0: Right. And it perpetuates this problem. Now, if, when you're talking that scale, if they're going to have $60 billion, that means that certain other people can't have anything, can't have a glass yeah. of water, right?
1: definitely
0: so no billionaires billionaires circle line through it
1: canceled canceled <laughs> i fucking love you you're awesome going back to same then going back to messages thank you guys so much for waiting um I, again just want to remind everybody like this is a great topic and i think this is something that we all have something to say on and i think it's I'm loving the energy that we're all creating here. And thanks for for coming over. Today.
0: Yeah, love you guys. Love everybody for participating. Thank you, everybody, for bringing, bringing so much awesome energy. Yeah. I'm yeah. going to shut up now.
1: No. <laughs> That's I'm going to shut up and listen.
7: I have an odd question. How well does cold fusion actually work? Like, I haven't searched it up, but I've been thinking about it for a long time. <sighs> So, yeah, that's my question. Not sure, but if you figure it out, keep it on wraps or you'll be assassinated
6: or suicided. <laughs> it's not exactly fair to um, have uh, yeah. negative feelings towards the people who are given things because they didn't ask to be born in a wealthy family. Just like you didn't ask to be born in a, you know, lower middle class family or middle class family. Or no one has to be born female, nobody has to be born male, no one has to be born of a certain skin tone. It's not really fair to hold something against somebody because what if you had a rich grandpa that just gave you something you, that you never knew about? You know, A uh, hey, rap. Then it would be different. <laughs> if they're a total asshole, that's a different story. But uh, it's prejudice, it's prejudicial to just not like somebody because they have a nicer car or something like that. I don't know. Everybody should keep their eyes on their own paper. That's my idea. That's how I go through life. I don't care what the neighbor's doing. I know what I'm doing.
0: Let me just clarify on that real quick. I was talking about doing shadow work. So somebody had mentioned doing shadow work, and that's where that comment came from, is I grew up looking at this and making this comparison as a kid. Lesser than, lesser than, ooh, we're lesser than, we're lesser than, they're greater than, they're greater than. So I, I had to do a lot of work around that. Greetings, fellow Earthlings, and thanks for tuning in to another episode of And Another Thing with Dave. We're going to continue this topic tomorrow, so please tune in at the same time, and remember, if you dig what I'm doing, please do share with friends.